imagine you're the Taliban and you're, <laughs> and you're okay okay I'm picturing it I'm visualizing it yeah you're the Taliban okay you're like functioning in the world as the Taliban but then like also a random American billionaire has what he doesn't have powers built himself a big old suit they, kid they kidnapped him. the Taliban kidnapped him to like build the them weapons is it for the Taliban or is it like like how early are we talking like is it like Saddam Hussein and his nuclear weapons yeah, that he really I did have for real <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. The Bait Podcast does not support the Iraq <laughs> War. Okay, before you start this podcast, uh, why don't you go listen to Angel with a Shotgun? I can hear your dog. Um, oh, should I? I can move somewhere else. No, it's fine. I'm sure. I'm sure it's some fun flavor for everyone. Uh, I'm Maj. I'm Zoe. Dude, today I think we're doing some some queer bait with some local flavor because they're from Brooklyn. They are from Brooklyn. They're from Brooklyn. How, yeah. how nice for us. Where in Brooklyn are they meant to be? Because I feel like 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 Peter Parker's from like Forest Hills or something. Like he's from a specific yeah. part. I think Brooklyn like, Heights. Oh God, of course. He's from Brooklyn Heights. So yes, today we are tackling Stucky. Uh, some of you may remember that we were going to do this months ago, but did not end up happening. I'm struck by the, the, the terrible fear that something will go wrong with recording this episode. <laughs> the Stucky episode has been long awaited and long requested. We're doing it. We're doing it. Historical context. This was something that I was, I was into. So, Unlike Maj, I was never really into Marvel. Um, I made it my thing that I was the friend who was just too pretty to know about comic books. Unfortunately, I, I was considerably into Marvel. I have a stack of comics on my, on my bookshelf. You're the reason I read a Young considerable Avengers. Amount. Yes, Young Avengers will be this week's suggested pairing. The first Marvel film I saw was Age of Ultron. Mm -hmm. um, what, a, what a way to go. I thought it was fun. Yeah, that is fun. The first Marvel movie I saw was, was Avengers, and it was, I think, my most fun movie-going experience of my life. I was like, I don't like superhero movies, but then the girl who I had a crush on was like, <laughs> let's go see Avengers. And I was like, I love superhero movies. <laughs> it's always like that. And I was like fresh out of eighth grade. Like we just came Aww. from swimming at the like town pool. It was like summertime. It was it was so nice. I've never felt um, joy like that since. A, a reading to kick us off is my favorite tweet. Remember when Captain America's friend killed Iron Man's parents and they jumped Iron Man for being <laughs> mad about it? <laughs> so if you don't know, Stucky refers to Steve Rogers, Captain America, and his uh, special friend, Bucky Barnes. Uh, his name is like James Buchanan Barnes, right? Yes, and he's I'm the Winter so Soldier. And they are, they are childhood friends from Brooklyn in the past. They, sh they just should have been more ethnic. That's my yeah. biggest complaint. Like, why were they not like, gay? <laughs> Bucky! <laughs> bada, bada boom! <laughs> why couldn't one of them been Italian? And so they're from, they're from the past. They're from the 40s. And, yeah. uh, well, looks like, uh, looks like we're getting caught up in this war, aren't we? <laughs> Steve, I, 
who is at this point Chris Evans CGI'd to look like <laughs> <laughs> like a skinny little boy. But he wants to go kill Nazis. Good for he wants him. To, he wants to go do his part in the in the war, not just collecting scrap metal. After he gets after he gets rejected from the army, he's like watching he had polio, right? Yeah, he had polio and asthma and basically every <laughs> other disease that could kill you in the olden days. Because they give him steroids. That's yes, the thing, right? yes. Some German doctor is like, <laughs> I think he's Jewish. They don't say, but I think he ran away from Germany. And I was he's like, they're like, doing German doctor experiments in a World War II <laughs> setting. Yes, yes he is. <laughs> so German doctor is like, is he a what? twin? Why is Sorry, he- <laughs> that was a, that was one for and so he's like, do the do the Misha <laughs> Collins German accent. Do like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Mr. Would, you, would you like to go to to war? <laughs> do you want to kill Nazis? Does he just show up to him on the street? Oh right, Bucky takes Steve on a double date with Jenna Co- Coleman, right? With Jenna Louise Coleman to Coney Island. Love her. Um, and while they're there, Steve sneaks off to go try and enlist again. And then the German German scientist man finds him and is like, you have spunk. We like this. You will come join. Why couldn't you just join the merchant marine? Very special like training, uh, training camp for army. Um, and so that happens. Bucky gets, gets enlisted and he ships off the next morning after Coney Island. And Steve goes to the special special camp for army people to train them into a legion of steroided up super soldiers that could be controlled by the government. Are there others? Because I know about okay, I know they, about Black Captain America from Young Avengers, but I don't. I doubt he's in the movie. No, 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 no. This is just like they're trying to. They're like this is a this is is merely an experiment. We are going to pick one of you to do this, and then the rest of you will go to war or something. So it's not like 15 died before Steve Rogers? <laughs> no. Because, because the real canon is like they did like Tuskegee-style t- experiments on Yeah, Black I Man. think so. Yes. That's what happened with Eli's grand. Eli. I love Eli. So Steve goes to this camp, and that's where he meets Peggy, played by Haley Atwell, who is his romantic interest for this movie, and Honestly, the whole saga, together. despite her being dead for most of it, of old age, not even like, not even, she <laughs> wasn't like even, she day. wasn't even fridged. Everybody loved Peggy, kind of in the same vein as Meg Steele, but unlike Meg Steele, Peggy and Steve probably did fuck, or at least wanted to. I know we'll get to it of like how yeah. severely Stucky was sunk. Um, on a level of like really intense, like a brainy level of a sinking. Brainy level sinking. With Peggy, I think it it pioneered the trend of people being like, this character is like canonically bi, or like this character is so strongly bi coded, and it's like it never is. It's always a straight <laughs> character, and just because their female love interest is written to be more or less a human being but you want to ship him with a man anyway. Obviously, no problem. Headcanoning, Steve Rogers says bye. Wonderful power to you. Yeah, that's what I gleaned, that people liked her. She, yeah. she wears pants. She's in the army. She doesn't take shit from anybody. I let her sharp enough to kill a man. She is a girl boss. She did go on to found S.H.I.E.L.D. So he meets Peggy. They start having this little flirtation. 
and then he gets steroided up and becomes very, very buff. Oh, I forgot that there's, like, super alien Nazis. The Nazi rogue science division. Are they different from Hydra? They were Nazis, but then they got too extreme for the Nazis. That's a bold thing to say. (laughs) It's a very bold thing to say. Okay, so you still want to kill Jewish people. (laughs) Like, your end goal, is it the same? You're, like, just alien magic to kill the Jews. Which, like, I guess that's kind of woke in that, like, usually they consider the Jews as the alien magic users. I think that sci-fi and Nazism, specifically the Holocaust, don't mix. That's my really hot take about the entire Marvel franchise. Like, look, it was invented by, like, Jewish comic book writers. Yeah, yeah, we all read Cavalier and Clay. We've all read The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. And, like, that's great. But, like, it's not the 1940s anymore. And, like, acting like the Nazis were, like, aliens is super counterproductive. If I'm watching a movie that's about, like, alien Nazis, and they're like, let's focus on this, I'm like, are people being gassed right now? And the answer is yes. And, like, that's where I'm gonna go. And I'm like, okay, like, we have to save Bucky or, like, whatever the goal is. But, like, aren't, like, Jewish children (laughs) being killed? Like, why don't they, why didn't Captain America, like, stop it there's like a sequence of of captain america and his and his crew doing a bunch of various heroic war acts and like storming <laughs> evil labs and then the evil guy drives by in his car and looks really angry at flames in the burning laboratory not once do we see him liberating a concentration camp <laughs> i mean i guess it's historically accurate like it's true the soviets were the ones doing that america didn't care yeah but they didn't like the soviets much either because then they become the bad guys in captain america the soviets like beat the nazis and then find bucky on ice and be like i got a, I have an idea yeah you have to do a russian accent <laughs> i have an idea we can use this uh, winter soldier. <laughs> I assume it comes from like comic books having to shift yeah. the villain from whoever is the villain of America. So like they were like Hydra's the Nazis. Now Hydra's the Reds. Better red than dead. Copaganda this, copaganda that. You watch Marvel movies. The first movie I would say the bait lies strongest in the fact that they're childhood friends. And they're at war in the past. Yeah, I love like, both of those things. I'm like, yes, war in the past is always homoerotic. There's but a, they're not there's, at war together. They are at war together eventually. Bucky is, like, captured. And they're like, we have to rescue them. <laughs> not the Jewish children. The men who signed up for this and chose to be there. He, like, goes on, like, a one-man rescue mission. And he finds Bucky, and Bucky is, he's, like, strapped onto, like, a laboratory bed uh, and <laughs> where they were doing, like, experiments on him or whatever. I ask again, is he a twin? <laughs> and, like, he rescues him, and there is one very good line where they're, like, crossing a, like, bridge over fire. Bucky gets across the, like, tightrope, and he's like, go. <laughs> and Bucky's like, no, not without you. And I'm like, that is a good trope. I've seen a lot of their lines, and I'm always like, oh, those sound really good. And so, like, that was good, and then they team up, and they have, like, a, like, a ragtag crew of multicultural <laughs> soldiers. I love that scene in 1917. <laughs> <laughs> With the one brown cat. Are Jews canon in the Brian Singer movies? God. Oh, <laughs> they God. Are- Jewish people are real in that one because Magneto is a Holocaust survivor and I've heard it's kind of cool 
except that I can't watch it because of um, Brian Singer. Um, yeah, uh, if you guys are wondering if we're ever going to do a Cherrick episode, we're not because Brian Singer. In honor of Noah Galvin, if anyone. Um, this is your Marvel episode. Congratulations. <laughs> you have it. We're not doing any more. No, I don't know if Jewish people are canon in the MCU. All signs point to no. Then At Bucky, the end, yeah, Bucky they get dies. Separated. Yes. They think he dies. They think he dies because they're like going to do some fetch quest on a train <laughs> and they have to zip line down and Bucky like falls off the side. And, like, and then in the next scene, Peggy finds Steve drinking alone, sadly, in the shell of a bar in London, destroyed by the Blitz. That's hilarious. Why do they put him in the ice? Why do they put Why him in the ice? Why would anyone choose to do that? Oh, he, do- he does that himself, because he's on a plane filled with nukes sent for New York, and he can't disarm the nukes or whatever. Wait, and, that's why? Yeah. I thought it was... <laughs> no, it's fucking... No, it's nukes, and he's got to crash the plane in the Arctic. Otherwise, it'll go off. Shut up. Yeah. Well, then he does the Avengers. Bucky's not even mentioned. <laughs> but it is implied in Endgame, Steve goes back to the Avengers and meets Avengers Steve and is like, Bucky's alive. And that gets him to be like, what? And then he runs away. That's fun. That was, I think, the baitiest moment from the last two movies. And then the second movie is about Steve being like, I feel alone in the future. Also, Hydra is the government. Woke. And they're doing the surveillance state. I love when movies do the surveillance state. Also, Bucky is there, but he's evil now. Yeah, he was Soviet brainwashed. Trying to understand the reasoning behind any of it because he fell off a train car. And he was just a guy. He was just a guy. And I assume they- had they, so many guys. They found it's the him, Holocaust. And they found him there. I'm deciding which accent to use. Like, we found this guy from train. We will give him metal arm. No, his arm, did, like, his, he didn't, like, lose an arm or anything. So it's like there was no indication. They were just like, we will chop off arm. Give him new metal arm. <laughs> he did Kennedy, right? Yes, he did Kennedy. Um, he killed JFK. Also, in the X-Men movies, Magneto tried to stop JFK from getting killed. And the also, doctor was also doctor, there. Doctor. <laughs> Less time travel about, about going back in time to JFK, more about Jonestown. I think, I think instead of being in the 1940s, Steve should have been sent in by the government to stop Jonestown. Yes, this is exactly. <laughs> and Bucky was like trapped, there, his childhood friend who, who vanished and was there at Jonestown and he tries to save him, but he can't. And then he comes back with like, the Kool-Aid gave him mutant powers. And then, like, Bucky got frozen in the ice of yeah. South America. <laughs> like a swamp or something. He's yeah, a bog, he's a bog body. body. <laughs> I'd watch the hell out of this movie. What the Winter Soldier does is it does a lot for Stucky's dynamic on paper. It is my favorite, all-time favorite trope. Friends to enemies to lovers because like Bucky's brainwashed and he's evil now. He has no memory of Steve. The baby's moments in that movie are in the fight scenes. Bucky and Steve are fighting and his like mask falls off and it's and it's Sebastian Stan with long hair speaking Russian, which is jarring for Steve, I'm sure. But it's like in the end they're fighting 
because Bucky's trying to launch the surveillance state for the government FBI Nazis. And, like, eventually Steve is like, I'm not gonna fight you. And, like, drops the shield and let Bucky, like, beat him up. And eventually, like, he is the one to break the conditioning. Because this is when he's like, I'm with you till the end of the line. Oh, I know that Which line. is the line. It's the line. Everything's gotta have its line. And Bucky's like, oh my god. Is he about to deliver the killing blow? Oh, yeah, he is. You know <laughs> he is. Uh, every time. It's all about the not fighting back. It, it really should be. Such a good trope. And everyone's like, you can't save him. He's gone. Sam is like, he's not the kind you save. He's the kind you stop. And Steve's like, when I had nothing, I had Bucky. And there is this nice flashback where it's Steve after his like mom died. And he's like, I can get by on my own. And Bucky's like, you don't have to. Which it comes back to the, I can take care of myself, myself just fine. No, no, what do you mean no, just no? It has all these really good moments. Yeah. This should be God tier bait. What stops it from being that is there's like a heterosexual reason for all of it. Like there's mm-hmm. no moment that makes me go, what was the reason? What was the reason? Which is the sign of really good queer bait. You're just like, they're friends. If I was like, I don't know, fighting the government and I found out Holly was brainwashed by Soviet Nazis into being a killing machine, I would also want to get her back. But that does not mean that I'm in love with her. Like a fun joke through line in the movie is Black Widow constantly trying to set him up with random girls because she's like- Why doesn't she just fuck him? That's the question. I remember seeing gifts of them having chemistry. Yeah, they had a fun dynamic, and I really liked it. Instead, in that movie, they introduced Sharon Carter, Peggy's niece, as Steve's love interest. I think it's funny when people try to... I, I, I was really hoping that I would say <laughs> she's a well-written woman or say she's a lesbian. I'm like, it's okay. Sometimes there are badly written love interests, and it's fine if you want them out of the way for your gay ship. Like, I will say it's much more fun to ship Stucky than it is to yeah. pretend to be invested in Steve and Sharon. Sharon Carter, a fascinating uh, piece of internet discourse. What a victim of eyeliner sharp enough to kill a man feminism. She wasn't even like eyeliner sharp enough to kill a man feminism. She wasn't like a feminist character or like in a shallow sense of trying to be one. She was just there. Was she? She worked for the government, right? She worked, yeah, sure. She worked for the government, but she wasn't like kicking ass. She didn't wear, like, a tight spandex suit, which is how you know that a female character is empowered. She's not a well-written character. She's not a lesbian. It's fine. You're not a misogynist if you ignore her or if you're writing Stucky fan fiction and simply make her leave. No one's judging you. You shouldn't, like, make her evil or kill her. I am always pro-making love evil in fan fiction. I condone that behavior just like I condone cheating in fiction if it's the past or if the woman does it. Uh, also in Sister Soldier, when Natasha's asking him about a bunch of girls that she knows and asking him if he wants to go on dates, a line that I picked up on, he implies that he would never date a girl with a lip piercing because he's, quote, just not ready for that. <laughs> what makes good bait is when I'm sitting there head in my hands and I'm like, why did they do this? Why did they do this to us? I never would Stucky felt like it was going to happen. Well, I also feel like with Stucky, like, it's going on tropes of war movies. Exactly. It falls into a lot of fan fiction tropes, but those tropes exist because of 
these male friendship tropes that people make ships out of. And I think what it goes down to, and we'll get into this more, is like Marvel is the most popular movie franchise yeah. of all time. Like they don't need you. They don't need to appeal to you. Supernatural, Sherlock, those shows were failing out fucking water trying to appeal to gay people. Like I think it's very much a case of the outsider syndrome. When you don't write women as people, yes. and you write these like like, you know, team situations when men are very close with each other going to read like homoerotic which absolutely is also the case for supernatural like that's why it started like it's for sure they They leaned into it it. yeah then they were like like, "Ah." i think a lot of the instances in stucky where it is read as Beatty and it is read as like a ship it was purely accidental i think sebastian stan would be playing gay if they simply gave him lines or screen time. Well, he's notorious for playing gay. Yeah, exactly. Bucky just didn't have enough of a personality. And to part be of his personality gay. is that he's a little bit of a ladies' man, right? Initially, in like the first movie, then he's brainwashed and like traumatized, yeah. and he doesn't do anything. I think it's always fun when like they make like, the ladies' man gay. <laughs> yes, I not to be like like Finnick. <laughs> But yeah, no, that's like what they could have gone with. But he stops being a ladies' man after being brainwashed and he's just a traumatized shell, which I'm like, okay, fair. Break the funny man. Break the funny character. <laughs> that's what you get. That's what you get. I think they me. should have given Ant-Man drama. <laughs> Civil War, I think, was the era when I was most invested in Stucky because it gave me something to actively root against. And I think, ultimately, that made Stucky stronger. Mm-hmm. Like, if the first movie was the trope I like of childhood friends, war, homoeroticism in the past, and the second one was friends to enemies to lovers and the brainwashing and betrayal and all that, the third one has the going against everyone else you know and betraying them and, like, going on the run with this one person that you, you know... It's good. It's always good. Yeah. It's always it's good to go good. against versus with. I think this is the one where there's less of the immediate heterosexual backup of things that happen. He knows Bucky's out there already, and it's like he's choosing Bucky over his teammates. Yeah, like the government's trying to get him. And- mm-hmm. There's a scene where Bucky's brainwashed again uh, and trying to like break out of the government facility where they are kept and he like gets on a helicopter and runs away and steve like grabs onto the helicopter and the roof and like pulls it back down with nothing but nothing but determination in his muscles i think that's the most homoerotic moment of the movie and there's the scene where the two of them just beat (laughs) beat him up beat the ever-loving shit out of iron man they throw the shield back and forth like a frisbee I'm gonna because say, he's I, like, you killed my mom. Hey, look, sometimes you just gotta kill someone's mom. Listen, like, did you ever consider that your mom just had bad vibes? <laughs> I feel like I'm more accepting of mom killing in this post-Jack Klein world. It killed his dad, too, so checks and balances. <laughs> I think that evens out to a pretty neutral opinion of him. Right, Tony Stark's dad was bad, right? Yes. He was mean and a abusive was he abusive in a john winchester way or yes like a- yes the they don't say that he hit him because it's a disney movie yeah so yeah. nondescript abusive father and it's civil wars civil war was good and the whole movie he's like tony i'm gonna fight you 
to protect Bucky. Bucky gets framed for a different murder. And I'm like, you're telling me that you guys are this super, like, super high-tech government agency that, like, you know, even though your surveillance state plan of killing people on site didn't work, like, can very clearly find information on every single person ever. A a man wearing a baseball cap tricked you? (laughs) Tricked you into starting, like, an international incident? And the whole thing is, like, they're like, stop just killing people with no oversight. And Steve was like, no, I'd rather just keep doing what we're doing. God, the Team Cat versus Team Iron Man debates. It's a superhero movie. Neither of them is woke. I remember liking Civil War. It played to Marvel's strengths of Marvel is definitely at its best when it has big character movies because it's like, I'm not expecting these movies to be good. I'm expected to be like, ooh, ah, at the fight scenes and fun one-liners and when characters meet that haven't met each other before. Yes, yes. I'm like, they met! <laughs> I'm Captain like, America fought Spider-Man and he was like, I'm from Queens. And he was like, I'm from Brooklyn. And oh, I was, that was like, fun. So Ant-Man, fun. Ant-Man meeting everybody. And he's like, huge fan. And it's Paul Rudd and he's so fun and charming. I remember that all Civil War, they're like, where's Hulk and Thor? And they like- And it was the best possible answer. <laughs> they fucked off to do their own incredible oh. adventure together. What a God. great movie. Thor Ragnarok. And, and Loki and the Grandmaster made me realize how grateful I am that there was never, a, like, an obvious man to ship Loki with. It, it really is a double-edged sword. Because, like, everyone was so obsessed with Loki in 2012. You could not escape yes. him anywhere. If there was an mm-hmm. obvious choice of a man to ship him with, it would be off the fucking rails, we would still be hearing about it today. But on the other side, because there wasn't, everybody turned to incest? I, yeah, I remember watching Thor Ragnarok and being like, I guess Loki and Jeff Goldblum had sex. But like, it was constructed in such a way that like, you couldn't like- It's like, you can't ship ship them. They don't like love each other. Loki blew him for political purposes, but like, so fun. Speaking of um, of ships that aren't stucky, uh, I think it's time to address Stony. It's time to address Stony. Civil War was kind of characterized online in kind of a Stony versus Stucky debate, which is weird because clearly it was like if you were st- Stony, you were Team Tony, and if you were Stucky, you were Team Steve. Yes, but it's like if you ship Stony, you saw like, Civil War as like a divorce arc, which I'm like, you would need a, an existing relationship first, <laughs> and there wasn't really one there. They like were barely friends. Yeah, they were like, like. Oh, I guess they lived in the Avengers Tower together. <laughs> Avengers Tower. Ugh. Did they truly all live there and have their own rooms, I, or was that a Tumblr invention? I'm pretty sure that was a Tumblr invention. Let me look this up. It does not say if anyone ever lived there. I think it's fun, the scene when they're in the tower at the cocktail party, and they're yeah, like, that was can fun. you pick and, up the hammer? And Thor's, Thor's got that cunty little shirt and ponytail combo. <laughs> like, okay, king. <laughs> Thor's fine. Thor, my favorite Avenger. Yeah. yeah, if I had to, like, date an Avenger, it'd be Bruce. Thor's yeah. who I'd, like, I'd get Margs with Thor. Yeah. But, like, I would, you know, I would, I would date I would date Bruce. Here's a reminder for all of you out there. 
I know you look to us to validate your queerbait ships and ask us if it's queerbait or not. It doesn't have to be queerbait for you to ship it. It is totally valid for you to just at will be like, this would be very fun to just make this a ship. That's consider, fine. Consider this. The Savriel shippers had nothing. And then eventually, <laughs> and they gave in. Years, they came. They gave in. They got that episode. Anything with is possible, honeys. But yeah, Stoney didn't really have anything. But Stucky, I think, got stronger from the fact that it was people rooting against Stoney. Yes. Like, like those, like, you know, BuzzFeed Twitter gays who are verified for some reason. Yes. I remember seeing them start to tweet about Stucky. And then I was like, I remember that. Because then there was a point when, like, everyone had to see all of the Marvel movies. Like, they were just a thing that everyone saw. And if you An were gay, you had to find a way life. to keep them interesting for yourself. How did Stucky fail? Let's discuss the I, downfall of Stucky well, after just, Civil War. they sunk it harder than I've ever seen a ship get sunk. Yeah, they, they built up, like, with Civil War, it's like they did build up what might have been a queer bait. leading to queer bait. But immediately after, they were like, he has to go into a medically induced coma in Wakanda. They separated them. They showed up for like five minutes in that movie. Yeah, and then Endgame and uh, Infinity War. There was no substantial relationship development in either of those movies because they were too busy being like, look, they're meeting for the first time. (laughs) And you know what? It was fun. I loved it. They asked Bucky and they asked Bucky, but Bucky I was and little... Steve, Bucky and Steve, like reconnected in Wakanda, and they like hugged, but like, like it, it, for a second, there was that nothing... movie had too much plot. Yeah, and then like Bucky got dusted, and Steve was sad about it. There was a lot of meta about him being especially sad about it because he's, you know, Stucky. But like, he didn't seem especially. He didn't seem especially sad. I don't know. Maybe you guys are seeing something. I'm not. I just don't think Chris Evans is playing gay at all. I, the only time like, I've ever felt like Chris Evans was playing a little gay was in Knives Out. Knives Out, yeah. Um, I just feel like the end and the emotional heart of Endgame is so about Peter Parker. Yeah, it is. That's the death that you're supposed to take away being the saddest from. Like, I realize the only, the only relationship that had any weight in that both of those movies was Peter and Tony. I know a lot of other people died in those movies. So oh, Loki Rep- died in the beginning. Loki died. He was choked <laughs> to death. Died as he lived. Rationally, I know that the Disney Plus shows are real, but every time Marvel announces some new Disney Plus show that sounds like it was lifted directly from Tumblr, I'm like, they can't possibly be doing this, can they? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier I'm show. Like, I'm that's like, not actually going to happen. That's not going to happen. It? That's not going to happen. It can't happen. Or like, not because I'm against it, but because I'm like, this really feels like a Tumblr post. The Scarlet Witch and Vision 1950s situation stop, stop. comedy. I live in, I live in constant fear they will but in the very end of infinity war they absolutely sunk it i really i guess they must have known about it at that point because they sunk it so aggressively yeah but i was like clearly they were like this cannot be gay we cannot let them feel like they they won anything here all you get is gay joe russo gay joe russo uh in infinity war joe russo was like, you will see a gay character in Infinity War. And by that time, I was embittered. Obviously, Stucky's not going to happen. It's not going to be any of the characters that we know and love because, like, there was no, there's, like, which, who would it be? There's no setup. Unlike 
with Star Wars when I still really was, I don't know, I feel like they might do it because the actors were rallying for it. No one was going to bat for Stucky. No one was going to bat for Stucky. I was like, they're not going to make Stucky kiss. I was like, it's going to be some guy in Steve's therapy group that's like, my husband died. And it was. And it was. It was exactly. Played by Joe Russo. Played by Joe Russo himself. He's like, there will be a gay character in Marvel, the very first gay character in Marvel, and it will be me. Which is like, (laughs) king shit. I don't think we actually said how they sunk it yet. But they have Steve go back in time to the 40s. So return the thing. Return the thing, and he goes to live with Peggy. He doesn't come back. He's like, bye, Bucky. I don't think they even hug. No. He has like a like a goodbye moment with, with Sam because he gives him the shield and is like, you're Captain America now. That's that's it. And he's old. And then he and he looks like <laughs> Joe Biden. Absolutely the he best. He looks like exactly like Joe Biden. <laughs> the best thing that Sophie said to me when we were in the movie theater for that. She turned to me and she was like, why does he look like he's a Republican announcing his run for Congress? Let's consider the implications. Does that make Sharon his niece? Yes. Did it all happen still? I hate time travel. I hate time travel so much. I think I've said as much before on the podcast, but if it's not like Doctor Who, where it makes it abundantly clear, like, no, there's no chaos theory. This is how it works. It's fun. There are no rules. And like they you're do not the gonna... one episode where they explain the rules. Once. Yeah, the only time they did change it was Father's Day, and that wasn't like the fate of the world. That was just one specific event that changed. That was beautiful. But no, I, I hate time travel in stories because you are always you are opening up a door and inviting me into your house to be like, then why didn't they do that? Why didn't they kill Hitler? Rhodey was right. Why didn't they just go back in time to when Thanos was a baby and kill him then? So did. Sharon, fuck her uncle. Rip Stucky. Rip Stucky. Quoting from a Twitter or Tumblr post that I'm sure someone made somewhere. Sorry, I can't credit you. But they were really like, Steve met his first gay person and immediately went to go live in the 40s. Oh, I saw that one. That's really funny. I like all the tweets that are like, so Steve just let 9-11 happen. Steve knew Bucky was going to shoot JFK and he just let it happen. John Lennon, he just let that happen. Let that happen. Unless um, it's the yesterday world. It wouldn't be. The yesterday world would have no problems. If this were the yesterday world, Himish Patel would have just stopped it. Like, Thanos wouldn't have happened. Jack Malk would have the stopped power, it to power friendship a, a Friendship and music and socialism. The Ugh. best movie ever made. Um, a trope that I, I saw a lot in, like, Stucky fan fiction and fan art and stuff that was endlessly funny to me. It probably was not meant to be was when they're like, they're like, we're in the present now. We can be gay in public. <laughs> Making a very big deal of the Marriage Equality Act. Endlessly funny. I think a lot of them were like, mm, they're repression. And I'm like, I'm sure it was hard. But they also did go to war. So like... <laughs> when there are no women. When there are no women. Like, you know, I'll give it to you. Maybe Stucky fucked when they were in the war. And there were no, no, but Peggy was there. There was like woman was in the war. <laughs> Sorry. Was, yeah, and I mean, like if they're in Europe, they really could have just fucked like French prostitutes or something. Exactly. Another funny thing about Stucky is like knowledge I unfortunately know about comics. I'm upset that I know things about comics canon because that's an oxymoron, and comics are stupid except for Young Avengers runs. But like 
Bucky and Natasha, like, through most comics are a thing. And we're seeing that a lot of people trying to be woke. Yes, a lot of people trying to be woke, and then it's, like, it's, it's a very big relationship in, like, most Winter Soldier or Black Widow comics. It's very funny to me that the movies did absolutely nothing with it. Like, not even a one-liner. No. They're just, like, just nothing. They weren't even friends. Did they meet? Like, when he was brainwashed, I think. And then they were both in at the same fight scene at the airport. Tangent, I think a lot about the airport fight scene. Because, like, if they were all gonna have a superhero rumble, and they, like, knew that they were gonna be fighting Team Iron Man, and they drove to this airport in Germany... And brought, like, a, ch- a change of clothes and so they could change into their superhero outfits. And then they met them in the airport parking lot and fought. And I can't stop thinking about if you were, like, trying to catch a flight and it got delayed. And you were just sitting there in the terminal watching, like, the flight departures more being, like, delayed one hour, delayed one hour. And you watch all of this go on outside. I can say one thing for sure that um, everyone in that airport definitely, if they weren't in the beginning, by the end of that day they were definitely all teams team Tony. <laughs> my flight was getting fucking delayed by a bunch of superheroes fighting in the parking lot you bet your ass i'd be like yeah i think the united nations should tell them to just pack it up i'd be like i feel like it's not extreme enough like why do we let them out in conclusion stucky is the closest marvel ever got to bait they were never really gonna do yeah. any substantial queer bait they don't need to they're marvel why would they do it but Stucky was close Stucky was just a a good relationship that could be read as romantic yeah I don't think Bucky had enough personality remember people would be like they're Jewish they'd be like actually they're Jewish and this is anti-semitic to not like Stucky or whatever for a while I like saw so many people being like Bucky is Jewish on Tumblr that I'm like damn did I like not realize this and then I'm like wait no he's not yeah, the narrative would be better if Bucky was Jewish, but, like, but like it's, it's he's not. not. The time on the internet in which I saw the most discussion of anti-Semitism wasn't, like, after Pittsburgh or anything. Oh, it God. was, like, when, like, Stucky and Marvel was at its height, and it was people being, like, I don't like Scarlet Witch, and I like Stucky because of anti-Semitism. And I'm, like, just read Cavalier and Clay and jerk yourself off. Like, go God. to bed. I will say the whitewashing rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, but. She's meant to be Romani, right? Yeah. That really got conflated with the Jewish thing. I'm like, one of these things is worse. I'm like, you realize it is different. <sighs> we didn't even get into the stuckiest pedophilia stuff. Forgot about that one. And then it was people being like, I will actively deny like look my knowledge on comic book history is entirely from reading cavalier and clay and i'm pretty sure it's not insane to be like yes the sidekick character construction had elements of homoeroticism to it that's true and that's been said and it's because of the 40s so you had to make it a kid and you can put things in historical context and use your brain you have one you can read, you have critical thinking skills. Just because it was the past and that was the only way they could get away with it doesn't mean that you should be like supporting it. 
Stucky, it had the bones. It was very interesting to rewatch these movies because I was I was into Stucky, but like looking back on it, I was never that invested. Mm-hmm. I never like read fix. It's it's an interesting rewatching because ultimately Fanon was how they filled in that entire ship. Yeah. Bucky just Bucky didn't have a personality. He didn't do anything. He was a he's ladies, a man, ladies and man, then he was, and then like then that was it. And then he was traumatized, and he's like Steve, <laughs> and that was it. He, like he didn't even say like I feel conflicted. Like he, I'm sure he was conflicted remember, about killing things, <laughs> but like I remember the one moment when you were like he had personality was in Civil War when he's like, and he's like, do you remember me? And he's like, you used to wear newspapers. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember being like, oh. yeah, like your mom's name was Sarah. Bucky has the most personality when talking about their childhood. It has not evolved since then. Well, nothing's happened to him. Exactly. Well. <laughs> He's been traumatized. That's not, yeah, that's not like, character there's development. Nothing, and he, like, there's nothing there. He was just kind of like a prop for Steve to do things. Like a reason for Steve to, to like go about and do things. That's woke. Which is woke. Screw writing strong women. Exactly. But, like, he wasn't even, like, fun in the way Cass is when Cass <laughs> is dumb and helpless and a trophy wife and, like, an object for the story to progress. It's fun because he's, like, hysterical. He's either hysterical or, like, disgruntled. Yeah. You can see, like, Cass is like, no, stop, stop, please, I need to get the Dean. Or it's him being like, you really think this will work? My boyfriend will be here any minute. It's and they're so like, funny. you're just well, like, bait for the Winchesters. And he's Bucky like, doesn't, no, I'm not. Bucky, like, he doesn't really say anything. No, because he's, he's, like, brainwashed. He's and just, he's just there. He's just there. But, yeah. yeah, and I think ultimately that's that's kind of the biggest failing of Stucky. How would we rate Stucky as a relationship? If I were to go relationship, pure potential, believe everything that the mm-hmm, shippers mm-hmm. want me to believe, I think an eight. Yeah, I'd say eight. Um, at its peaks, like, maybe nine. Great it plays potential. into all of the tropes that I love. But in practice, as a queer bait, like four or five, but I think three is... Three at its worst. Three at its worst. Four Actually, or five. Actually, it's worse like zero. Um, at its normal three, four, or five at its best. Like. Yeah. <sighs> A real pity. Pour one out for Stucky. Um, forgotten queer bait. A lot forgotten. A lost. Gone but not forgotten. Gone but not forgotten. Tragically. Yeah. Wig anyway. Stan Young Avengers. Yeah, the suggested pairing this week. I normally don't talk about it, but I'm gonna wreck it out loud usually don't wreck things that have like canon gay representation because like we're not <laughs> trying to be like queer bait bad representation good um yeah that's never been the thesis of never this podcast been the actually it's kind of the opposite <laughs> but, but young avengers like they're well written yes i i am suggesting that you go read young avengers any of the arcs but most specifically read children's crusade it is one of the only good things that comics has ever done. <laughs> volume 2 is really good, too. I love Volume 2. Wig, anyway, Stan Billy Kaplan. Uh, Zoe, do I need to ask you what you're being queer-baited by at the moment? We both know what we're both being queer-baited by at the moment. We're still knee-deep in Destiel. Um, I'm reading a tome, and I saw Stardust for the first time. Oh, such a lovely movie. Um, okay, we're going to sign off, but before we go... Just a quick shout out to the two people who donated to our coffee. We've got some nice reviews. 
Flower 0000001 said the best I think, my new favorite podcast. Um, Blue Sky Blue Eyes said us a really nice one um, that Spotify recommended this to them. And they listen to every episode and they can't even begin to describe how much joy this show brings them. It's their niche and they it's made them seriously consider watching BBC Merlin if only to get the references. Me, me Tordo says, I found this podcast randomly through Twitter and it's now my absolute favorite. Hits all my niches, lesbians, the mountain goats, and ships I had to repress by now. Sorry, I'm not a lesbian anymore. Yeah, how dare you? Big, I know I broke our brand. I'm really sorry. Uh, but now we have diversity. We have two opinions, have a diversity. lesbian and a bisexual. Yes, can, we can't be accused of either biphobia or lesbophobia. Perfect. You can weigh in on the, on the men vote. Yeah. Also, um, Let's listen to, um, Cryptid Girl Summers from Purple Crayon Productions. My my roommate and best friend Sophie does a podcast about the origin of monsters, and she did one about vampires this week. And oh, it's supposed to be very so good. Fun. I listened to her weird I'm episode. Going to have to listen. Very good. Yeah. So that's just a plug. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.